Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies Podcast. Episode 131 is here, and like Steven Tyler said, I am back in the saddle again. Let's get this thing rolling. In sports this week, NFL Week 9 is here. The unfortunate tragedy with Henry Ruggs III and Aaron Rodgers tests positive for the coronavirus. The Braves are world champs, and one of our hometown heroes, Buster Posey, is likely to retire. Some Champions League matchups, and the final four is set for the NASCAR championship down in Phoenix. Who is going to take the crown? And of course, our TCB Super Contest rolls along, and I am slowly but surely catching back up to these guys. And over in the comics, I was gone last week, so I have a crap load of books to talk about and plenty of news, including the Boondock Saints confirmed for a third movie, Nintendo is shutting down more offices, and Sony has sold a lot of PS5s. This is the Comic Bookies Podcast, episode 131. Join myself and Mark, will you? And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies podcast, episode 131. Thank you so much for joining us uh, live on YouTube and Twitch. And if you're listening afterwards, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021, is New Comic Book Day. Go see Alex. Go see the shop or any shop that you have your subscriptions to. Or, you know what, even if you're a brand new comic book reader, thank you so much for joining the show. We will hopefully give you some books that you can go out and then buy but it's half of our podcast and we absolutely love it and we are absolutely appreciative of what alex does for us and the show mark uh sean is not here this week it's just the the two of us but i'm glad to be back uh, you know halloween was you know a couple of days ago and now we go straight to christmas right because no one in america gives a crap about thanksgiving except for that one day to to eat it's like from november 1st to november 26th it's christmas and then we can go ahead and, you know, let's eat some stuff with family that, for the most part, annoy the hell out of us, right? And then from November 28th through New Year's, it's Christmas, right? Is it like, am I getting that correct, right? That's how we do it in America mm, now? So, you, you, I mean, you might be onto something there. I still kind of. At least the stores do it like that. <laughs> yeah, man. This, yeah, exactly. That's true. The stores, department stores, and they do do it like that. I mean, you get those. I still. You know, associate those autumn colors so much with Thanksgiving, you know, because once once the fall hits, you get those browns and those, you know, yellows and those Reds. darker like autumn colors. Right. And that really kind of remind keeps me, you know, always reminded of Thanksgiving and whatnot. But, you know, I enjoy Thanksgiving. I wouldn't say don't tell me that you're that you're a bear on you're bearish on Thanksgiving like you are on Fourth of July, man. I can't I can't I have it. you. No, because the 4th of July is like no matter where it falls on in the week, you're only getting that one day off, you know, or if it's the weekend, you're only getting a Friday or Monday. But usually wherever I've worked, you know, you get Thursday and Friday off. I used to be a big Black Friday guy, but now it's, you know, I'll go. But now Black Friday is like to me, it's a you know, it's, it's an afterthought because usually what I get, what I really want now on Black Friday, all those stores have those prices starting like November 1st, like the first, second week of November. So you really don't have to worry about, you know, getting mowed over by a bunch of Karens trying to get their scarves or their TVs or whatever, you know. So, um, yeah, the landscape certainly has changed, man. It's just from mm -hmm. to getting the Jordans to waiting outside. 
in the I remember going cold. with Alex oh a couple of times, but you got to admit, I mean, you have to admit it was like kind of a holiday within itself. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'll also admit, I feel like when it started to, you know, overcome Thanksgiving where people, you know, stores were being open on Thanksgiving, it's just it just became too much. You know, it's just, you, you know, I think that. You still got to have Thanksgiving for what it is. People need to spend time with their families. It just can't always be about money and that mean green, you know, machine and whatnot. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun and all. I had a couple good encounters at some Walmarts, dudes doing <laughs> push-ups in the middle of the night, waiting in line. Just, you know, oh my it, God. it was I, I saw some pretty fun stuff going. Not that I've been too much, but I yeah. say maybe two or three times. It's, I like, went. Dude, it's like going to a theme park, especially Walmart. You do a lot of people watching there. Uh, Dude, I, 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 if you go on my Facebook, there's a video on there of when I was in Walmart. I, I mean, I don't use Facebook much at all anymore, but mm-hmm. this would probably be years ago. But there's a video of me in Walmart on one of these Black Fridays, dude. Wild, just with a capital W. It was crazy, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh, God, I mean, now, no, be careful, dude, because people are going to go now into your Facebook. And if you're doing anything that's, you know, you know. They're going to oh, try to cancel man. you. better be careful. Get canceled, bro. 2022 is going to be more cancellations coming up. The one thing that won't get canceled is this podcast because Hell uh, yeah. the best Well, mainly because no one baby. listens to us, but, you know. Say that again? <laughs> I said, yeah, we won't get canceled because mainly no one listens to us, but, you know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cheers but yeah, to no, you. So but, cheers to you. Cheers. But, I got more summer uh, Oktoberfest. But, yeah. Uh, how was but, your Halloween? If if you skip to if you think that it's Christmas all the way from November 1st till New Year's, then those last two months of the year, they just zip by and fly by too fast, man. I, I don't want to, you know, get to another New Year that quick because that means I'm getting a year older. So I, I enjoy taking it uh, three, four weeks at a time, man. So, yeah, shout out to October, Thanksgiving and Christmas being consecutively all about a month apart. So, yeah. But, but how yeah, was your Halloween? It was great, dude. I went to my parents' house. Pretty good. Um, kid went around. Uh, it was actually a lot more people out than I thought there was going to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, shout out yeah. the Halloween 2021, even though it was on a Sunday. Uh, my parents' neighborhood was pretty popping. How about yourself? Uh, well, we were opposite. So you went that way. I went I went to your neck of the woods. I went to, back to Newark, my parents' house, and we were, you know, trick-or-treating. Definitely, well, obviously, like my parents got nobody last year. They, I can't believe they actually bought candy last year, but they got nobody. So, but it was cool. Um, we we went around. There was more people. I think there was uh, probably the same amount of people as there were in 2019, um, but still not as much as I would hoped. You know, I would have hoped that there would be a bunch of kids out because families are like, screw this. Like we didn't get crap last year. You know, so let's do it up this year. Let's go around. You know, let's go out for hours and hours. But um, we went out with Maddie for about you know half an hour 45 minutes and she had a ball dude she had a ball like knocking on the doors like she would knock on the door ring the doorbell and then knock on the door again and then scream trick-or-treat before they would even you know open the door and then and then so when they opened the door she was like thank you and like two houses she would like take a step inside the house like oh man you gotta get back gotta get back so you were you were letting her eat that candy man Mm -mm. no no definitely not i've let i've let her have probably eh, two or three pieces and it's like m&ms you know you know, and that's like, you know, if she's good and, she, you know, she eats all of her dinner, you know, stuff like that. But hell no, definitely not one of those parents who just, you know, lets them load up for sure. And I'm not trying to give my kids diabetes before for they're four years old. Um, but yeah, no, but it was cool. So on to Thanksgiving. 
Um, I know you'll probably be heading over to my house in a few weeks. We have like a nice little bunko night going, like a Friendsgiving sort of thing, a bunch of appetizers. And uh, what is that's, that? That's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun game. It's it, it, I'm not gonna explain the rules on the podcast because people don't have that time and they'll just tune out. Uh, but it's just basically basically like a dice rolling game, and you get like tables of four people sitting across from you or partners, and then you just kind of keep moving up to like the head table and stuff. But there's, you know, once you play two, two rounds or whatever, you're going to get it. And there's going to be tons of food and tons of drinks and stuff. So that should be fun. Unfortunately, I mean, with my work schedule, it's going to be earlier on a Sunday, but so my bad. You, 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 I mean, all you have to do was say two words and you know, I'm there brother rolling and dice. So <laughs> there you go. You know, and you're there, rolling baby. three at a time, not one, not two, but three dice at a time. So, oh, um, okay. okay. So let's get into the bread and butter of the podcast. Speaking of food, uh, let's hit it first, man. Braves. Congratulations. The freaking world series, man. Uh, first time, first appearance since 99, first win since 95, like un- unbelievable year. Um, I don't know. It, we'd have to go back to the season preview to see what their uh, pre, uh, you know, preseason odds were. I'm sure there was people, you know, on, you know, Bleacher Report, uh, gambling or betting or whatever, some of those sites that actually put what their preseason odds were. But I'd put them. They were probably inside the top ten because you know they were one of the better teams in the league for sure. But um, just great, just a great story. Um, what happened to them earlier in the season of them taking of the league taking away the All Star game, and them kind of shoving it up their ass you know, winning the world series. And of course it makes it oh so sweet for them to beat the Astros dude. Oh, so sweet. That is true. Yeah, man. I thought the Astros were actually going to make it a game seven ordeal. Right. I thought that they kind of had the momentum after, you know, that that grand slam. I think it was who, I think it was Soler that hit it game five and like, uh, they went up four zero and, you know, it kind of looked like it could have been curtains for the Houston Astros there, but nonetheless, they come back, they come back to Houston with the momentum. And I thought that it was going to go to a game seven, you know, I think that would have been great as well, but man, mm-hmm. Atlanta, just, uh, just too much of a, too many weapons out there just playing great ball. You know, I, I, I don't feel like they're only going for that home run all the time. Mike, you always complain all the time about how. You know, the game has changed. Everyone just wants to hit the home run ball. But I kind of see Atlanta wanting to play a little bit more of small ball and whatnot. But, yeah, Freed uh, gave us a couple solid innings. And what can you say, man? Atlanta for the first time in 26 years. And like you said, two stadiums later. <laughs> three. The three or whatever. Yeah, three. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you here, mean. But, man, I, I, think, I think Solaire's home run still hasn't landed yet. That was a freaking moonshot, man. I mean, like, yeah, I, I complain about the launch angle and all that stuff, but man, that was a swing, dude. And what I mean, I mean, and at the same time, you know, it's not just solo shots. They're getting people on base, you know, any way they can with base hits and walks and everything. And then that's what those first five runs are. You know, if you can play a little bingo baseball and you depend on those three or four guys to hit those home runs with the launch angle, you're going to score a lot of runs. Those first five runs at least were on the two home runs. So it was great. Yeah, man, it was. So if we have any Atlanta fans out there, let us know, because mm-hmm. I think I mean, actually, I think the whole country was Atlanta fans. Right. Except if you're in the southeastern part of uh, Texas and maybe a couple right. other parts of Texas. But it seems like I think a lot of people probably would have been rooting for you. I mean, you couldn't have had Boston in there. Right. You would have had the two teams that were caught for that scandal or whatever kind of cheating and. Whatnot. Yeah. So that would have been a crazy World Series, in my opinion. So, 
glad yeah. that Atlanta, you know, pulled it off. And yeah, but here it is, dude. I mean, you want to hear them, right? This is the Comic Bookies podcast. You're not too early odds for the 2022 World Series champion, man. So, Let me guess. The Los Angeles Dodgers are number one. Hey, the sponsor of our co- the sponsor of our podcast, man, I'd say yep. is uh, pretty happy to hear that, even though he'd be happier if he was raising the trophy last night. But the Los Angeles Dodgers here, Michael, five to one to be your winner of next year's World Series. The Atlanta Braves there again, also as well tied with the Houston Astros at 10 to one. Already double digits, the White Sox 12 to one. Mike, sorry to tell you, but after losing our manager, Mr. Bob Bob Melvin to San Diego, we oh are now gosh, sitting he- at 40 to one with no head coach, with no skipper. But, you know, what about the San Diego Padres, like Bob one. Melvin is freaking loving it right now. He's got the he's got the players. He's got the money. Oh, dude, he he's a kid in a candy store right now well, down there you know in San Diego. Contract? Huh? You know what? You know how much money he got? I didn't come across that. No, but it was a three or four year deal, right? I think I believe so. That's what the headline said. Yeah, yeah. Joe, and what's up? Come bookies. What's up, Joe? He's Thank got so the weather. In. He's got the weather also. Oh, I know. I mean, uh, up here is fine. It's just kind of cold and windy at night in San Francisco and Oakland, but yeah, it's fine. Um, and, and it's another pitcher's park too, even more of a pitcher's park than Oakland. So yeah, congrats again to the um, Braves. Uh, what about Buster Posey, man? I mean, our, our one Giants fan is not here today, but you know, after the sour taste in their mouth from losing to the Dodgers in the playoffs, then you know their golden child from the last what 15 seasons, three-time World Series champ, uh, MVP, comeback player of the year. I'm sure he won a bunch of gold gloves, but Buster Posey says he's probably going to retire tomorrow. So by the time this episode gets out and people are listening to it, he's going to have been retired. I mean, and what are what are your what thoughts? Hell I mean, I've talked, I've talked, I don't know. I talked to Alex at the shop today and one of the customers that was there, one of his regulars, they kind of mm-hmm. gave me the impression that he still could have got kept going. And then the same thing with my wife when I got home, you know, saw it on the news and she said, uh, I told her, oh, Posey's retiring. And she said, what? Already? I'm like, why is everyone like already? I mean, the dude's been playing for 12 years. He's got three titles, four kids. Yeah, exactly. How? But how many of those seasons were like, where he went another month of of being on his on his knees, you know, kneeling down. It takes a toll on your body, and of course he had the injury as well, as well you know. Yeah. So. I mean MVP. Yeah, guy had he definitely a run. has the accolades. He has the the rings. He's probably if you want to talk about catchers, he's probably for sure Hall of Famer. I'd say, you know, with the, with the one MVP, and he would only need like one or two World Series, but three. Yeah. I'd say so. I he's close. I don't know about the last couple of years when he kind of took a downturn. And then this year he he was up, but I don't know if he's a career 300 hitter, probably close to it. And for being a catcher and for being in this era of baseball, especially the last like five to ten years, that's pretty damn good. Wait, you're that's debating? Saying, are you saying if he's a uh, Hall of Famer? No, I'm not debating that. He oh. probably is, but I'm I'm just listing all of the accolades. I mean, yeah, I think Cooper's he's close to a 300 sure. hitter, 280, 285 at least. So, yeah, so there you he'll, have it. Um, he'll, he'll be in Cooperstown. Well-deserved yeah, so. as well. I mean, you win yeah, Rookie of the so. Year and the championship your first season. Guy's, right. pretty, you know, guy's pretty good, dude. Guy can yeah. guy can swing him. I think yeah. he won a batting title as well, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. probably batting title, he won, MVP. He probably the year that he won MVP. Oh, God. He's first ballot. Yeah. First ballot. Probably. probably. 
Uh, moving on from baseball to the pitch, uh, Champions League. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, real quick, scores two goals uh, in the tie for Manchester United against Atalanta. Uh, and your Liverpool Reds actually uh, advance to the round of 16, and they beat who? I'm sorry, I didn't see who they played today, Mark. ATM, Atletico Madrid, 2-0. Oh, right. Are they just automatically in the next round, or did they? I believe so. The they got 12 points. Them, Juventus, and I believe Bayern Munich as well. They all have 12 points. I think those, yeah, there's four teams that have already automatically advanced with those 12 points that they got, four wins. Okay. But yeah, Sadio Mane and Diogo Jota with the big two goals in this. I'm very, very excited. Although, once again, Mike, once again, Man City. Those guys in the desert want to yeah. make them favorites. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it – maybe they just think that it's going to be their year, but every year there seem to be the favorites. I don't understand it, but I guess uh, odds makers think they know more than I do on these games. But, man, I just – they almost had it last year, but it went to Chelsea, right? So mm-hmm. Chelsea, the victor, loved it because we got the American Cristiano – our own Cristiano Pulisic – on mm, Chelsea, right. so uh, not that I love them as much on the EPL, but uh, hey, I'll take them over City to win uh, Mr. Big Ol' Years over there. But yeah, <laughs> right. Manchester, how'd it go with Manchester, man? Your team? Um, I wasn't really watching. I was actually home because one of my days off. Um, Lucky, but I know, right? Uh, I I had the I had it on the background, you know, and then I was doing doing some, you know you know, completing the honeydew list as, as you will, uh, doing some stuff outside and then doing some stuff inside. Um, and then I just kept seeing that they had scored, but then they gave up a goal, like in the 71st minute. I was like, son of a bitch, dude. Like again, that's all I thought it was again. And then all of a sudden I see some, some substitutions and everything. And then, uh, I didn't actually see the goal from Ronaldo. I had to go back and look, but then all of a sudden it was like, you know, 90th plus. I was like, you know, two two. I was like, oh, no way. He did it again. No way. And so I immediately had to go turn it to the TV, rewind it and watch. I was like, oh, no. Nice goal. Nice goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that was yesterday. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was you, yesterday. So um, that's why they got him, man. I know. I know to, to make plays like that. But um, yeah, so there's some UCL matchups um, to the track. Now, I know I kind of want to do college next be- uh, after NASCAR because it's kind of coinciding with the whole football sport. So let's do NASCAR now. It's a huge week. I would have loved to have our boy, our friend of the show, Michael Maroots, over the next few weeks. But hopefully he can give us like a postseason uh, episode. He can, he can jump on and kind of preview next season's uh, race in Daytona uh, come February. But uh, I forgot what the, what the name of it is. I should have looked it up. I'm freaking sorry, but it's in Phoenix. It is the champion. Since you bring that up, there is no name. Phoenix is uh, NASCAR actually owns that track. So Phoenix is owned by NASCAR. NASCAR decided to not, you know, sell its sponsorship for that race. So Hmm. they can just call it whatever the NASCAR championship championship race or whatever the hell it's going to be called. But yes, Mike, that's why you didn't have to look it up this week because there is (laughs) none, brother. See, I knew. Yeah, I knew. Somewhere in the back of my head, I knew. Those n- neurons and electrons were pumping. Uh, but uh, sure enough, we have only two – excuse me. We have two teams vying for a championship. We have Chase Elliott, the number nine, Napa Auto Parts, Chevrolet, and the number five, Hendricks.com car of Kyle Larson, f- favorite of the show, at least for one and a half of us. 
And then over on the other side, the Actually, Toyotas, now, the, now that my guy is definitely had no chance at winning a championship. So it's two. You know, you know, so I already two. told you who my next favorite driver in this sport is, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's see, man. I, I actually, I'm actually that, scared. I'm actually scared, dude. I'm actually scared. I know, scared. I know. I, I, I've been thinking about it the last couple of weeks as well, kind of in the back of my head, but trying not to think about it because I don't want to put any mojo out there, but you already did. So thanks. Uh, but, um, uh, Martin Truex Jr., the 19, and the 11 FedEx of Danny Hamlin are the four final four drivers of the NASCAR championship. Again, if no one knows the rules, it's not like four drivers are just driving by themselves. It's a full field of, you know, 40, 41 cars or whatever. It's And it doesn't even have to be one of those four to win the race. It's whoever finishes um, ahead of the other three. That's who wins the championship. I don't know if there's ever been a, a year where – this is uh, when they've had these rules and someone doesn't win. Has there ever been someone like, oh, so-and-so wins and he finishes third place in this race. And then the other three finish in like fifth, eighth and 14th. Has someone always at least Dude, won the race? It's I feel like, yes. Yeah, I okay. feel like I think it's always. I mean, because, I mean, whatever you compl- you always complain about everyone, all the other 36 drivers just move the hell out of the way and, and let it be a one, two, three, four show. So I would assume that that's what would be the case. Um, so I'm I wish excited, it dude. wasn't, but that's what it is. But I mean, at, I mean, you can, you can imagine, you saw what Denny Hamlin did to Alex Bowman, you know, after he got spun in Martinsville. Oh, man, so you can just pissed. imagine if something happens like that, when you're like literally about to win a championship and you're not even in it. So it's kind of just really a respect thing because trust me, if, if next year that driver that wasn't in it and sends another car because they're racing him too hard trying to get that win, I guarantee you if they're in the championship that next year, man, it's going to be ugly for them. They were going to wish that they didn't even get into it. So, But just imagine if Hamlin was if, – if he was in a must win just like, you know uh, – Logano and Keselowski like, like what if that was like what if Hamlin was in that um, position where he had to win the race to propel himself into the championship and then that happens he reacted and he was already into the into the championship you know what I'm saying like there but was no way that he Hamlin wasn't. he had to he had to win he had to finish 26th or better when that oh, spin so, happened okay I, yeah so I guess he, he would have like, actually crashed and then DNF'd I guess yeah but yeah I mean that's not the championship race, though, you know. No. So we'll see. So we'll see. Like, like you even said, like, who are the four drivers that you're looking to see? Like, you know, as far as like helping their teammates or just causing some some shit for the other the other three, or it's at least two. Have, the Hendrick cars have just been too strong lately. So I don't see yeah. how the other two cars aren't going to help a Hendrick car get a championship. And you know, that's the reason why I'm kind of scared i mean i feel like it's i feel like chase has a really good shot of winning back-to-back championships man just because the team he's racing for uh he's good at that track maybe a little bit better than larson but then again larson's just been a monster it's just so hard to handicap it how hamlin's gonna be so hungry so hungry at a track that he's also very good at but he's not in that Hendrick equipment. Dude, it's going to be wild. Truex. What if Truex – we're thinking – we're not even – we're counting Truex out, man. But I know. Isn't he a – he's a, what, a one- or two-time champion? I think it's going to be a pretty damn good you know, race, dude. I'm I, mean, last two- year was, I mean, last year was good, too. You were complaining the whole time how you know Chase went to the back of the pack with a failed inspection. You're like, it's already over. But at some point in the race, all four guys were like humping, dude. 
They were leading laps. They were looking like they were going to win the damn race in the championship. All four of them at one point. Logano, I think it was what Keselowski, Hamlin, and Chase. I think those were the final four last I think year. So yes, Logano yeah. was looking like he was going to win it too. And then all of a sudden Keselowski, he's in fourth the whole day. And all of a sudden, somewhere like in the second or beginning of the third stage, he looks like the one who's going to win the damn thing. So <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a fun race for sure. Definitely going to be fun. Uh, I always loved the race at Phoenix. I, I never watched a race, obviously, at Phoenix before they reconstructed it. Um, but yeah, that's at that dog leg where they just cut across. It's so cool. Yeah, that is <laughs> so cool. cool. On freaking restarts where half the guys are like, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? You know, the first time I ever saw it, like, what the hell is it, this? It gives you so many options. Kyle mm-hmm. Larson, about two to one favorite. Whoa, Chase, three and a half to one. Hamlin, four to one. Truex. I mean, of course, you, you of can course put up, you so can close. put you can put them all under a blanket. See, and Vegas knows because the next closest driver is Byron at fourteen to one. So I mean, they yeah, know that no one else stupid. is going to win this race besides those four drivers. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, well, so, it at a four to one, man. Oof. Okay, so Sean's going to take so Sean's going to take Chase Elliott. I, I just know it. Um, I'm taking Kyle Larson. You're the tiebreaker. You're you're betting with your 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 hard earned money. You're going to Vegas. You're going to the books. You're going to that book outside. You know, with you're chilling at the pool, getting a few Jack and Cokes, and you smoking a cigar. You're at the freaking book. Who are you putting your money on uh, to win this race before we move on to football? I mean, am I looking for a value or just? Uh... Um. Well, yeah, just everything. Like you're trying to win your money back. Like you're trying, like you're trying to win money. So value, of course, but like you're also trying to win too. Like who's going to go, win? The race? I'd probably go with, man. I'd probably go with Hamlin, dude. No way, really. Either Hamlin or Elliot, but Hamlin, dude. I don't know, dude. This guy has tried to win a championship so many times. This dude is gonna be so hungry on Sunday. So. He's gonna be eating at the he's gonna be eating at Black Bear Diner and and he's gonna have the the Sunday brunch and he's gonna have the buffet for lunch and then he's probably gonna go to like Black Angus or something for dinner, dude. He's I gonna tell you be, what though, I'm not a huge fan of Denny Hamlin or any driver for that matter of, of Joe Gibbs, but that man pulled off a Post Malone uh, costume for Halloween. That that was funny. Yeah. That shit was funny. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see, dude. But. All right, cool. So everyone check out the championship race. This is going to be not our final episode talking about NASCAR, but we'll talk about obviously the championship race next week. But then you won't see it until, you know, beginning of February when we're getting ready for the Daytona 500 unless some obvious big news drops. So from the track to the football field, let's get into a little bit of college. I know we haven't talked about it in like over a month. Um, you know, with just the time constraints, we want to get this to you guys in about an hour and a half and just talking t- about too many damn sports. Yeah, we're kind of flying. Some- we're kind of flying today, too. That's true. So we got the college football. The first college football playoff rankings have come out and you have number one, Georgia, of course, an SEC team sits up at the top. And then you have, you know, do Michigan State's there? Oregon's still there? What do you think, man? What do you think about these top four teams? And then, of course, the two that are out. So Alabama's up there at number two, and then Michigan State's three. I had no – see, that's how much college football I watch because I'm getting home at 6.30 in the morning on Friday watching zero football because I'm sleeping and then getting ready to go to work again on Saturday. I haven't watched – I haven't sat down and watched one full college football game the whole the whole season. It kind of sucks. But, you know, whatever. So I'll let you two talk about it since you guys have you know conventional weekends. Um, Alabama, number two. 
Michigan State three and Oregon still sits, even though a, a bad loss to Stanford, they sit at number four with Ohio State and undefeated Cincinnati on the outside looking in. How do you think that uh, do you agree with those four and how do you see it playing out the rest of the season? Jeez, do I agree with those four? I mean, I don't know if I completely agree, but do I com- completely disagree? I'd say probably not. You know, I just Oregon at four. Yeah, they have one loss. Mike, say it like you always like to say it. It's uh, who's going to who's going to cannibalize them this time from the from the Pac-12. Right. But, uh, you know, Georgia definitely deserves to be number one. I think they're the best team. Obviously, that defense is nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bama, yes. You know, just uh, Michigan State, I think they deserve it. Iowa was obviously the fake number three when they got there earlier a couple weeks ago, eventually losing to Purdue, I believe it was. But yeah, You yeah. still have some Big Ten teams up there because there you have Ohio State outside. And then Michigan is number seven. So even though Iowa's out, Big Ten's showing out this year, and you know, and Penn State's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Michigan. I think that's going to be a good game when they have to play Ohio State because they haven't beat Ohio State in how long? Mm-hmm. Ever since I know for sure, ever since Harbaugh's been Harbaugh there. Harbaugh hasn't beat them. Harbaugh hasn't beat them. So no, they yeah. have Indiana, who's 0 5 in the Big Ten this week. So that's probably a probably a good you know lock. I don't know about covering, but number four, Oregon is visiting uh, their upstate in Washington. They're traveling to the Pacific Northwest up to the Washington to face the Huskies. Um, Number two, Alabama is at home against LSU. LSU, man, Joe Burrow leaves and poo-poo. Poo-poo? Poo-poo. Notre (laughs) Dame at home, number 10 against Navy. Solid two and six Navy team because Notre Dame plays a hell of a schedule every year. Love it. Cincinnati's at home against Tulsa. They're two I love two Cincinnati the at six, though. This is why I say they have to ex- keep on expand, or they have to not to keep on expanding, but they have to at least expand it. Four teams ain't shit. You gotta go eight. to eight. Gotta go. You gotta to go to eight. I, I, aren't they talking about like twelve or something? But man, I there's twelve. But. I, I, I like the parody in this college season. You know, I love seeing Fresno State, San Diego State, two teams right there out of the. You know, out of San Jose State's uh, league, the mm-hmm. Mountain West. So that's pretty I cool think to eight's see. Fi- that we've always said, like we we think eight's fine, right? The Power Five conferences, the automatic winner gets automatic bid, and then you have three wild cards. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fine. And that would Even- be great. And that would be crazy with Georgia and Alabama, right? Because mm-hmm. what Todd Furman on Twitter he put out, it would be crazy if. What was it? If Alabama would beat, if Alabama would beat, um, Jordan, no, if Alabama would beat Auburn and mm-hmm. then I forgot what it was. And then if Georgia would beat, if Georgia, I forgot what it was, but it was, mm-hmm. it would basically came out to be that Alabama would have, they both would have had one loss. Alabama mm. and Georgia, and I think that Alabama beats Alabama. Oh, that's what it was. Alabama beats Auburn, and then Georgia beats, and then Georgia beats Auburn. All I forgot. Damn it, I forgot. But it was a good <laughs> one because it was like, dude, it was crazy. Because I'm like, damn, who would they put? You know, who would they? Yeah. Like, like make 
but I forgot what it was. If I can find it, I'll come back to it. But, but then it's interesting. You have number nine, Wake Forest. They're undefeated Wake as Forest well. Is having the best year they've had ever in program history. I'm I know they're they're, they're five. They're crazy. eight and zero, five and zero in the ACC. They're looking freaking good too, man. I mean, even even look at Minnesota. Two losses, only one loss in the Big Ten. They're looking just fine right now. Michigan Baylor. State better watch out. They're playing Purdue. They played Heartbreakers a week or two ago, so better watch out for that. Oklahoma State's four and one in the Big Twelve, visiting uh, West Virginia. You know, a couple Big Twelve teams are sitting in the top twelve. It's not over for sure. The AP poll is different, though. The AP got Cincinnati at two, Alabama at three, Oklahoma at four. Yeah, that one doesn't matter. As soon as the, as soon as you know the, yeah, as soon as the, what's it called the. Uh, FCS or no no the BCS remember that remember the whole BCS with computerized oh my god the well and then the, and then the, no but then and then at the end of the season after the first year after they actually voted and of course Ohio State fans are bitching and moaning about how they didn't get in with one or two losses then everyone's complaining about the human voter go back to the computer you know whenever someone doesn't get their way of course the current you know way is not the right way so go back to what it was or figure out a whole third new way. So, some good Oklahoma matchups. Oklahoma nine and zero sitting at eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some good matchups that I will not be watching this weekend. So make sure to tune in, <laughs> fans, and Mark and Sean, so we can talk about it next week. I'll watch some highlights if I can, for sure. Let's see what what time do I wake up? Twelve. I, I can you know I can watch Michigan State at twelve thirty. I can watch Cincinnati at twelve thirty. I can watch Notre Dame twelve thirty. I, I can watch some games oh, that are like in the twelve thirty. I'm yeah. I'm up around that time. I can put a couple games on for sure. So. Uh, moving on, yeah, so moving on from college to the NFL. So plenty of things to talk about the actual sport of football. Um, but let's first talk about the um, two unfortunate stories, one way more unfortunate than the other one. Um, Henry Ruggs, the third. We have to talk about it, obviously, because it's the number one news you know, story in the NFL. And it also hits close to home because it's our Raiders. Um, just what a tumultuous year it's been so far, man. You know, the whole thing that went down with John Gruden, he gets fired and then Henry Ruggs III, you know, unfortunately, just a young, dumb kid. You know, he's drinking. He's double. He's over double the limit. He puts himself in danger. His 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 girlfriend or whoever that was, the female companion in the in the passenger seat, and then he hits a you know a Toyota 4Runner, Rav4, or whatever, in the back of the car, uh, like 126, 127 miles an hour, um, engulfing the. the How do the they car. know that? I, hmm? I, 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 I would, I want to know like how they find that out exactly when, um, there's, there's a science behind it. Like the, the tread on the tires, like when you break, like the distance between this and like, they can somehow figure it out some mathematical equation based off of the skid marks. You can tell how fast not, they were going. The, not, not those other skid marks. The ones, no, with, no, no, the no, one no. that Biden's been no. having lately. Okay, hold so. on. <laughs> Save the jokes for the for after this story. Um, but no, but um, unfortunately, the, the the gal was killed in the car, and now Henry Ruggs is now booked, and he's facing uh, a maximum of 20 years, I believe, Nevada state law, vehicular manslaughter. Um, but just very, very unfortunate, just a waste of talent, um, an idiotic thing to do. You know, all these teams have these these driver services like you don't actually have to like jump on your phone and get an uber like you know like who who else like all these you wondering all these things like who was he with was he with like an entourage or some of his friends or other players like no one noticed that chick. he was like 
but no one noticed that he was only with her. No one noticed that he was that inebriated and let him get into a, you know, hundred thousand dollar car. Noticed. Maybe he was probably just on a date, bro. He's on a date with a chick, you know, whatever gets, he was going to do. Double, who gets over double the limit on a date? Bro, he's 22. <laughs> well, now I know you're not making excuses because it sounds like you are, but. I mean, it's but dude, with 22, you make horrible decisions, bro. I went to Vegas when I was not 22. I didn't even go to Vegas when I was. I think I went when I was like 24, mm-hmm. 20. Yeah, like, no, maybe 20, 22, 23. But man, young kid, all that money. But dude, what a sad, sad story. First of all, I'd like to say uh, our thoughts and prayers as yeah. real Raider fans here that Mike and I are to the family of the 23-year-old female driver of that Toyota RAV4, unfortunately losing her life, the thing engulfed in flames. I think maybe some witnesses might have tried to help, but they said it was like too much or something I might have heard. But, man, it's wild. It's wild to see that, you know, Ruggs is even alive. I don't even know how him and the girl are alive because well, she's, you hit a, you hit she's a car in critical going. condition, so she's still not good. Jeez, a car going 126 miles an hour. I mean, the car crashed and he was that's wild. He was going yeah, over it, 150, but the but the impact was at 126 or seven. What do you mean? Have you even gone 127 in a car before? No, I've gone about 105. Exactly. And I was on so, like Highway 5 and it, it didn't really feel like anything. But when you're on the small little streets of Las Vegas, you're also, but Jesus you also Christ. weren't in a Corvette, a 2021 Corvette. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. true. But, but. It, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate to all parties involved. You know, just uh, you see him right there in the courthouse or with the thing around his neck. It's just, dude, you got to It's imagine what he's going through in his life. Just in a blink of an eye, your whole life can change off one bad decision. And this is why I always say and this is why I don't, you know, completely condone any type of you know uh, extracurricular activities outside of work but you know why is why is alcohol legal and you know a little bit of marijuana is not it's you know in my opinion it's just it's completely two different things it's just Mm -hmm. they call it liquid balls for a reason there's all these you know jokes and sayings about you know alcohol and whatnot but dude it's true it's just it's the things that alcohol can make people do, especially yeah. at younger stages of their life when they're still growing up and money and fame and fortune and unfortunate in these circumstances. But, geez, God bless everybody involved, especially, you know, the family of the deceased female. It just it sucks, dude. And it really hits home. Like you said, Mike, this is the year that he was really starting to shine, catching deep balls down from, you know, car and just. You know, you even got a feel for Carr. It gets as deep as the players. It gets as deep as, you know, Carr loses his coach. All these teams, you know, they lose their coach, the the damn, you know, their star receiver, you know, all within three weeks and whatnot. It's just uh, horrible, tragic events. No one ever wants to see this happen. But unfortunately, it's the sad truth when people made bad decisions, dude. So everybody out there, remember, call an Uber. It's not worth it. Call a Lyft. They'll pick you up and... uh it's just much easier, especially when you're in a town. Like I said, he was probably on a date. You don't want to really be on a Uber on a date and whatnot. And I get it. But, dude, you got to be smarter than that. Not to mention the loaded gun that was found in the car. It's like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, geez, how do you expect to not get 
how you like how could you even get out of it? It's just a loaded gun, double the limit, DUI, manslaughter. Man, it's just uh like I said, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. I hate to see it happen. Mm-hmm. But uh dude's you know, life's condo- over. Our condolences to everybody, dude. It's just uh, they're saying mm-hmm. two to twenty years for this dude. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just uh it's a sad, sad state of of events, but condolences yeah, so and Yeah. Sucks. He's already been released too by the Raiders as of today. Uh, you know, that's that's a, a, a you know, a given, you know, within 24 hours of that stuff happening. So, we'll see how the Raiders um, you know, internally kind of yeah, figure it out and see if they take it to the field when they visit New York today playing the Giants. I mean, on Sunday playing the Giants. So, we'll see. Uh, in other news right before we get to the Super Contest, Aaron Rodgers tests positive for the coronavirus later discovering that he is not vaccinated which is kind of funny because they kept playing the you know the news conference from i think august you know when he was asked like oh like what do you think about players who aren't vaccinated like are you vaccinated you know like just can you tell us if you are and what do you think you know and he's like he's like yeah i'm like um what did he say he didn't say vaccinated he says like uh inoculated or he says like you know like another word for like maybe like if you just took a flu shot or whatever so like he said a word but it wasn't vaccinated. So everyone's like, oh, oh, he's vaccinated like for the coronavirus. But then when he catches it, now they say he's not vaccinated for coronavirus. So now they're like, you know, trying to get on him for like not being vaccinated and everything, which whatever. That's not something you have to like lie about, you know. But now sort. he's not playing against the Chiefs this week. So that kind of messes with the line and messes with any kind of pick that we may make, you know. Messes with us, then, you know. Like like we said, or like I, you know, another thing, like the Raiders are in first place right now, and then Rugs goes and does this. I mean, you celebrating too early, Rugs. Just man, it just I mean, sucks, the, dude. And the it Packers just, and the Packers are have won seven straight. Yeah, and it's my just Super now, Bowl team, my Super Bowl team, bro. <laughs> that's right. And then now, an, a damn team that's gonna want to try to come back in the AFC West gonna have to play a damn Packers team without their star quarterback. So. It's yeah. uh, it's uh, I can see KC getting the win there. Uh, who who's their replacement or who's the backup? The one that you the that Rogers from, got all butthurt over the from, that they drafted uh, him. Yeah, the kid from UCLA, right? Um, Love or whatever his name. Jordan Love. Mm, yeah. Was he from UCLA? You sure? I don't think he's from UCLA. I think so. You know who is from UCLA though? That boy Levine, the Bulls, they balling right now, man. You see him? The <laughs> yeah. Bulls. Um, yeah, Jordan Love or whatever. I think so. It has to be. Okay. Let me just check. Let me just check real quick. I believe so. Um, but let's get into the um the contest. Like while I'm I'm looking that up right now. Um, Mark, you me and you tie. We both go two and two last week. Sean took the fat goose egg of own four so he's mark, an ofer he's an ofer man um mark you uh didn't gain anything but um 14 13 and one sean with the own four drops to 10 17 and one and i'm only one loss behind sean at 8 18 and two so what say you uh Eight. since you're higher in the standings and since we tied you get the first pick i get the second pick and then we also get the and then, and then Sean gets the third pick. So go ahead and tell us your first pick this week. My first pick. So coming in, coming in with my first pick. Sorry, uh, a little um, 
uh, sidebar there. Utah State was Jordan Love. Sorry. Not UCLA. Oh, yeah, Utah State. I had a feeling. I'm like, dude, I I'm like UCLA. Maybe I don't I remember. Thinking, maybe I was thinking of what's his name from uh, Arizona, and then after a year he gets dumped for Kyler Murray. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. All right, brother. Let's go with Week Nine. Here we go. Raiders are back in action. No more bye week. Let's go. The lines. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. Let's go. The lines a little fishy. I don't know how much uh, I like it, but I think that. Uh, they're going to get back on the track, kind of like this team. They've been pretty good this year. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals minus two and a half over the Browns. I, you know what? I do like that pick because I because, you know, you were dogging me last week, bro. You were freaking. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say something. You were dogging me because you're like, oh, this guy needs to learn how to bet football or the NFL, leaving like 38 and a half points out there. I won two out of the three. I want to. I was going to say, screw it. I'm taking a whole different approach to my picks this week. And you know what? All these teams are going to cover. And Cincinnati was the only team that I didn't cover. Well, you got a couple. You got a couple. I mean, pretty decent high lines this week. So I wonder if you're going to take them, man. You're going to be able to pick next. So we're going to find that out pretty soon. But no, man, I like uh, Cincinnati. I think the Browns are having kind of their own issues right now as well. Mm -hmm. Right. With OBJ and. Whatever's going on with him because he's not getting the ball enough, right? Is he even playing this week? Who? OBJ. Um, I have no. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Um, let's see. I, you know what? I was seeing news I about him and whatever. I don't. Why, know. why wouldn't he play? Because he's butthurt. I mean, no. Nah, I think he's still gonna play, but I haven't seen anything. I just saw some news on him. But I'll take the Bengals, man. Minus two and a half. Yeah, he says he's questionable. It says Beckham with a shoulder slash personal matter who was told by the Browns not to attend Wednesday's practice, might have played his final game with the team, according to ESPN's Jake Trotter. So we'll see. So we'll see about that. I'm not sure. Uh, Obviously, that's not, you know, swaying your decision. So my first pick, let's see. Let's see. Who do I like this week? Who do I like? You know who I like? You know who I like to get back on track? I know when they're on the road, and usually these West Coast teams don't fare too well on the East Coast, and this team is riding high with a huge, huge win, scoring 31 points and getting up less than 10. I'm going to take Sean. Sean always picks this team, but I'm going to go ahead and steal it. I'm taking the Chargers in Philadelphia, minus one and a half this week. I, I like got, I see, I got two. I'm, 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 I usually go on ESPN. This is how I do it. So I got Chargers minus one and a half currently right now. So go Chargers, go. So hopefully, you know, they always, I always say, or I got it from my dad. People or teams that you hate, like in sports, sports wise, will never um, help you out. So <laughs> we'll see if the Chargers actually help me out this week. Uh, Sean's first pick via proxy via his text messages. Let me see. His first pick is Miami minus. So he's so everyone's just going to pick against the Texans every week because that's one of my the Rams were like. Is that, is that your new strategy? Right. So he t- he's taking Miami at home against the Houston Texans minus six and a half. That line kind of scares me because it's only minus six and a half. I know Dolphins aren't a very good team, but the Texans suck. Suck. So let's go Miami. Minus six and a half. Mark to you for your second pick, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right, guys. For my <clears> second <throat> pick. Hmm, man, I hate dropping so much wood. 
I'm going to have to probably go. You know what, man? I hate to do this. I really hate to do it, but it's just too much emotion right now, dude. It's too much emotion. And, you know, I think that that East Coast travel that Mike always talks about yeah. also to, you know, you can go take my pick <laughs> upstate and why up and why. So take my pick. I'm going to have to go with the Giants this week, dude. Yeah. Plus three, man. Taking your pick, man. And why? The only Gee. reason why the only reason why this week I may, you know, obviously Henry Ruggs, the third doesn't really shouldn't sway the line any. But like just the emotion and like how the Raiders and how these West Coast teams usually perform on the East Coast, I would think that the line would have moved a little bit. But the Raiders have stayed minus three since Sunday, since Monday. So it's kind of fishy to me how the line, you know, like all this stuff happening didn't move at all, even just like two and a half or two. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to take the Raiders this week, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders came and got an emotional win and then won by, you know, a touchdown or 10 points. Because at the end of the day, Giants are still not a very good team. So and and they play and they play especially bad at home. They're one and three at home this year. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, I'm going to stay in the AFC West. I'm also going to just take this because it's um, yes, they have a very good they're they're a very good defensive team and a very good team um, on the road. They're four and one uh, uh, away from Green Bay, but just Aaron Rodgers not playing. And this is his first career start. I have to go with Kansas City. Kansas City is still a playoff team and they're at home in loud, rowdy. You know, the seven and a half scares me. Like I would love, like I would hate to, you know, Kansas City wins by seven and I lose this bet, but I'm going to stay in the AFC West and I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs minus seven and a half at home against a Aaron Rodgers list Green Bay Packers. What has Sean got Miami at again? Minus six and a half as far as what I'm seeing on ESPN. Miami, he's got him at minus. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, against the Texans, that's right. Yeah, suck. Okay, Sean's next pick. Here we go. Where are you? And where the hell are you? He's taking – oh, there you are. Uh, we're going down to the NFC South for Sean. We're going to the Dirty South, NOLA. He's taking the New Orleans Saints minus six at home against the Falcons. That's a scary game, dude. Who's starting for them? <laughs> well, exactly, New or, could be, because New Orleans has also been riding high with two great wins. The Falcons coming in. It's a division game. I might stay away from that one, but the Falcons, I don't know. I think Sean got Making too high close. seeing his boy Jamie saying, this is dough, you see <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's a dough, we're going to eat it. And you're out for the year. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Mark, you got the third pick, <laughs> Dude, bro. tell me he's not the most interesting player in the whole NFL, dude. He's Isn't he the only player ever that's in the 30-30 club? 30 for 30 or 40, threw, 40 or what? No, no, that's uh, he not threw 30 40. picks and 30 interceptions in one season. God. No, I mean, he threw 30 picks and then he threw 30 touchdowns. Touchdowns. Yeah. Dude, the dude just, you don't know what you're going to get with him, dude. And then he yep. gets a busted ACL. I hate <sighs> to see him go, dude. I hate, he was, you know, he was all hyped for this season. They're playing mm -hmm. good, decent, you know, just uh man. There he goes, Jameis. He's just out of there. So I think they're going to probably start. What's his name, right? The BYU kid. Um, they play, He plays like – he always comes in and does wildcat crap for him. And, damn, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, starts with a G. Uh, uh, 
No, I think uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom yeah. Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill. But you know, you, maybe Trevor Simeon would get some snaps. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Like just in a like in a conventional quarterback scheme, whatever they would run, because they're going to have to run some kind of scheme, some weird you know, scheme with Taysom Hill there. Speaking of the Saints, real quick, you know who's been there forever, running their defense. Wasn't. Hold on, wasn't Greg Williams always there, or he was there for a long time doing like the uh, the DA, the di- the district attorney, Dennis Allen, man. After, oh, really? Dude, our our once Raiders head coach, yeah. man, pretty yeah. crazy. I think ever since he left the Raiders, he got picked up as Saints uh, head coach, and he's been with them. I think the whole time. I mean, not head coach, defensive coach, and he's been with them what the whole time. I think ever since the Raiders let him go. Mm-hmm. So, I keep thinking of Lane Kiffin, but that's uh, I was like, didn't he go to? I keep thinking of him, but he went to Alabama and then he went, uh, he jumped around. Kiffin, was Lane. Kiffin's like the neighborhood bicycle man. Everybody gets a ride, dude. With <laughs> Tennessee Kiffin, and yeah, Kiffin on every day. Rocky Top, man. USC yeah. Raiders. Ole Miss now. Yeah, FAU or whatever or, or it no, is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> okay, okay, your third pick, sir. We're halfway done. Halfway done. Halfway done. My third pick is going to have to be, man, you know what? Didn't Baltimore have a bye last week, I believe, right? Yeah, it was only the um, Raiders and Ravens last week because I noticed there was, um, what's it called? There was uh, 15 games and not just like 12, 13, or 14. So there's only two teams on the bye last week, the Ravens and Raiders. I'm going to have to go with the Ravens minus six. Okay, Ravens minus six. What do I have? Because we're going based off this. I see minus six at home against Minnesota. Why do you like that one, sir? Just off the huh? buy and everything. Why do you like that one? Just off the buy. I just yeah, I don't trust Minnesota, man. They lost sure. to. Did yeah, you see twenty I mean, points too? Did you see they gave up the most points or whatever yardage to that rookie that never started that came in for dra- you know on the road oh, yeah. in minnesota minnesota is trash i'm sorry man yeah you can tell i had a little bit of money on them i had a three-team parlay mm-hmm. riding on those freaking man but i just don't like it dude i have minus six i'm getting it under a touchdown i don't believe really in or like uh you know laying six in the nfl but i'm gonna have to do it i think they come off a of buy and they get kind of prepared. Minnesota just not trending well. I don't like what I'm seeing from them. So I'll take my chances with Baltimore minus six, Mike. Okay. I have already written down my pick because I was hoping you wouldn't take it and you did not. But <clears throat> I hope it doesn't come back to bite me in the ass because you said that this team has covered every single game this year. And they're at home, which oh. they're three and they're three and oh at um at home this year, six and one overall. And this team coming in is four and four, but the four teams they've played are absolute dog shit. So I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys at home against Denver to cover 10 points. Double digit, I know, but hell, I had some success last week with the double digit, you know, uh, spreads. So no more Vaughn Miller. No more, yeah, exactly. No more Vaughn Miller. Who, who knows what they're going to do with that? But, um, you know, of course, now now that we all throw it out there, that's the big stat they've you know covered every game this year. No Von Miller. What's Denver going to do? They're going to come in and lose by a field goal. Just my luck. But you know what? Let's let's ride it high. Let's ride it. There uh, Dallas it is. minus ten at home. Uh, and Sean's next pick is Kansas City is taken, so he's going to take the L.A. Rams minus. Looks like minus seven and a half. 
is what we're seeing. Are we seeing this? Yes. Minus on Sunday night football Rams at home against the Titans with, with Von Miller. Now not sure if he's actually going to be playing. Looks like it. LA Rams at home against Tennessee minus seven and a half. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. No Derrick Henry. Oh yeah. 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 Derrick Henry's out for the year. So that's actually probably a pretty decent pick. Who's their backup. I, I, I try to pick him up obviously, you know, with, with, with everything's going on, you know, with, you know, I'm not trying to blame it on, you know, have excuses, but with, you know, work and, you know, the kids and everything, I have yet to make like, you know, waiver wire picks in fantasy football. You know, every Wednesday morning, they, you know, you put all your picks in, everyone gets a chance, and then whoever has the higher waiver priority, they get that guy. And I never put in those picks. I always forget. And of course, he was already taken. Not, I'm not even sure if he was even taken even beforehand but i'm uh let's see depth chart here for the tennessee titans their backup running back who's now their first jeremy mcnichols who <laughs> i don't know jeremy mcnichols derrick henry's on injured reserve and their third string running back uh darrington evans also on the injured reserve so good luck jeremy mcnichols don't get hurt because then they're gonna have to have like aj brown be their running back so there is sean's uh third pick mark fourth and final pick before we take a break and get into comic books my fourth and final pick it's hard to even pick another one but i think i'm going to have to go do i go against you do i go do i do i take the double digits with the with the with the ponies do i take the double digits with the ponies the 14 and a half with the jags Oof, Buffalo's coming off a bye, I think, too. Hmm. Were they partying in Florida too hard before they go and see <laughs> Mr. Kiffin? Or not Kiffin, That's what we think about Urban here on the podcast. Hmm, let's see. That Arizona um, only minus one looks fishy to me, too. Is someone injured from Arizona? Why is it only minus one? Arizona? In San Francisco, only minus one? Hmm. Where are you seeing that? Arizona in San Francisco, like the afternoon, like right before Sunday night on the schedule. Why is it not on Bovada? It's not on the board here. I mean, well, it says I, I got a whole well, AJ Green's out, but who gives a crap? It's I see Kyler Murray, Chase Edmonds, DeAndre Hopkins. They all have cues next to him. Like, are these guys questionable, like up in the air as far as if they're going to play? It must be that. Because there's no oh. way in hell right now how the season's going so far that Arizona, I don't give a shit if they're going to be in, San, in in Santa Clara. That, sh- that spread should be at least four or five, if not more, with how they're so, playing so far. Arizona just lost for the first time this week, and they're only minus one. Something's fishy on that one. If it's minus one, I have to take them. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to take them. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Ooh, Pittsburgh minus six and a half Monday night at home against the Bears. They've been playing pretty good, bro. They've been playing pretty good. Yep. They're I back like up them. over 500. Just I think touchdown. I, I, I like the fact that it's uh, Monday night prime time. I like I like playing mm-hmm. team. I like playing teams, you know, in prime time that have. Uh, you know that. 
have history of playing good in prime time that have more veteran, you know, coaching veteran players. And that's true. They're at I, home. It's, it might be cold. I mean, exactly. even though, I mean, you know, Chicago, they're used to cold anyway, so that doesn't really make a difference, but okay. I've been doing it for at least three or four weeks now going against them, but I'm going to go against you. Um, it's just too fishy to me over the last couple of days. I saw when it was like opened up at minus three and all, all this shit with rugs is, you know, went down. It's still minus three. I'm taking the Raiders, man. I'm going for an emotional win. The defense, that doesn't affect the defense at all. They're going to get two turnovers against Daniel Jones and that offense. Uh, I see the Raiders coming away with a win. So I'm taking Las Vegas minus three this week, staying three of my picks in I'm taking all favorites this week, so I hope to God that that works out. But You're taking I mean, all AFC West favorites, I love right? it. The chart, the, right? The Chargers, yeah. I'm taking the Raiders to not gain any ground, <laughs> except only on the on the Denver Broncos. I'm taking all my picks involve AFC West teams. So there you go. You can tell what I'm a fan of for sure. Uh, and then uh, Sean is taking San Francisco plus one. He sees what I see. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that's at least one of his uh, wins this week. So there you go. There you go. There, there, there you have it. There's our picks for the week. Marcus taking Cincinnati, the Giants, Ravens, and uh, Steelers. Sean with the Dolphins, Saints, Rams, and 49ers. And myself, the Chargers, Chiefs, Cowboys, and the Raiders. So we're going to take a quick break to go to the bathroom, get another drink. But this has been the Comic Bookies Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us so far for episode 131 stay tuned for the comic books we'll be right back thank you You are now listening to the smooth, smooth sounds of myself, Mike, and Mark in the Comic Bookies podcast, episode 131. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We are now doing some comic books. Of course, like all, like every week, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Go check them out on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and go follow them on Instagram and Twitter at TI Comics. So, Mark, let's get into some comic books, bro. Let's get into the comic book discussion of the week. Plenty to get into from last week and two weeks ago since I wasn't here, but let's go ahead and preview this week's new books. On the DC side, Batman 116, a new story. Two new stories this week from Tom Taylor and Tom King. We have Dark Knights of Steel number one and Human Target number one, along with the Swamp Think number nine and Batman Reptilian number five. That is a wild story, by the way. Let me tell you. What, uh, that's, number five is going to be a wild issue. Hell yeah. Star Wars number 18. So this is this is the thing I feel, you know, like Marvel. What are you doing? Listen to these. So according to the the website that we use, League of Comic Geeks or whatever, you know, based off of their subscribers and how many polls they get, that's how they list their comic books. So like so you would figure this is the most popular five most popular Marvel books coming out today. Listen to this. Is that how they list them? I believe so. Like that's why Flash, Batman, Detective, Actions—they're always the number one. Spider-Man's always number one or number two, depending on the week. It's all depending on their subscribers who are registered there. How many are they pulling? There's mm. like 800 and something polls for Batman, so they're listed number one. That's why if you look on Sunday and then if you look on Wednesday, it might be a little different, you know. So here we go. Here's Marvel, Star Wars 18, number one story from Marvel. Number two. 
Star Wars Bounty Hunters, 17. X-Men Legends, number 8. Amazing Fantasy 4. And Dark Hawk, number 3. And you wonder why we don't talk about Marvel stories at all. I just dumped Thor. Like, get your shit together books-wise. Obviously, they don't give two shits because they have Shang-Chi, Black Widow, Eternals. They have What If. They have all this stuff coming out in Disney+. Plus. So the comic book side... That, that's actually funny that you said that because I had the conversation with Alex today at the shop and he basically said that was his that was his exact words. He was like, Marvel doesn't want to make comics, dude. They want to just make movies, shows and just he's like, it's a burden on them to IP, make. Com- they have enough existing IP where they can go ahead and just make movies and TV shows of stuff that people haven't seen yet. You know, so I, I guess effort for them. You know, so continuing on with the books on the image side, always giving us at least six, seven books. Spawn 323, Primordial number two, the me you your the me you heart in you left in the dark. Number four, Radiant Black Nine, Silver Coin number six, and the Good Asian number six. AWA from the um from the pages of uh, what was it? The Resistance, another side story from the Resistance. You had Moths, Resistance Uprising, and now you have Knighted number one comes out today and over on boom studios buffy the vampire slayer number 31 uh mark let's start the conversation um what do you want i mean you and sean talked about batman and flash if you wanted to revisit it fine or if you just wanted to get into detective uh shoot you can go back two or three weeks on how you thought joker was if you can remember what you read strange adventures i'm just trying to think of like stuff that i would have talked about last week but i wasn't here so you talk about we talk about what you want to talk about bro i mean we can go off that yeah, that's fine. Uh, first one, though, actually. Did you get that Batman imposter? You did, didn't you? I didn't. Oh, you didn't get it. That was okay. I got that, that okay. Batman 89, though. Yes, I did get that one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I did enjoy that one. It's kind of like – yeah, it's kind of like – um, what's his name? I was I, I was calling his character from uh, uh, from Star Wars, Lando. Lando Calrissian from Star Wars plays – uh, Harvey Dent in the Batman 89 movie. He plays Two-Face, but he uh, doesn't become Two-Face in the movie, obviously. He's just Harvey Dent then, you know? So they actually make him into Two-Face in this story. That one's, yeah. that, 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 that's pretty cool. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoy it too. It's just, uh, it, it, I mean, and I Tim like Drake's it. In it. You know, like Tim Drake's in the movie yeah. too. That, that's pretty cool. I read it a while ago, but I just, I, 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 I like how, um, you know how he he gets dumped in the toxin or whatever and then he gets saved and but you know i i I don't know i i just don't know remember too much of the batman 89 movie myself i haven't watched it like ever since what like years and years and years so this but this isn't in the movie this is just like in that universe you know what i'm saying Okay. Oh, okay. Because because Harvey Dent doesn't get turned into Two Face in Bat in in the in Batman movie. It's all solely based that's off of I, like yeah, that's what I like thought. The Joker. It's, like it's you like see Harvey me. Harvey Dent, everybody vote for Harvey Dent or what? You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't really focus on him. So it's like Batman '89. Like it's in that universe of Tim Burton's Batman '89, but it's like a side story. That's what I think is pretty cool, and that's why I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like after reading issue three, I'm like, I kind of wish this was a twelve issue maxi. Like this would be a good 12 issue. Like oh, it's only six. Like maybe they can do a like a volume two. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, I kind of enjoy the art too. The art is a little bit different mm-hmm. as well. It looks a little bit more old school, like to to that era, I guess. Um, 
I don't really I think the way that Bruce is drawn is kind of different. But he looks like Michael Keaton at times. They definitely it, make him look like Michael Keaton. Well, yeah, they definitely do. But it's cool. It's cool. Um, but no, this Batman, the imposter, has a lot of Leslie uh, Leslie Tompkins in it. It's young Batman. There's someone who's like impostering Batman, so it's kind of painting him in the in you know like a bad way. Um, let's see, Strange Adventures. I mean, that was like whoa. So like what you thought happened at the end of issue ten or eleven or whatever, it did happen. He, they, she killed him. You know, and she tells Mr. Terrific, hey, I'm going to go uh, back to Rand and, and, and you're going to take care of my daughter. Huh? What? You know, I'm like, why are you telling me this? And finally, at the very end of the damn book, like he doesn't understand. Like you would think that Mr. Terrific would put two and two together, but she, he didn't until she finally said, like, do you want me to tell you what happened to him? And then, dude, just a pool of blood. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That mean. Like you said, he always Tom King always takes us on his year runs of his books, but I thoroughly did enjoy that story. Uh, you know, wouldn't say it's my favorite. I think I don't know. Do you like Batman Catwoman right now a little bit more than that one? Um, hmm, let me see. Batman Catwoman's really good. I like what Tom King's doing. It's it's a lot more. It's a um, good answer. You know, I, I like what Tom King's doing. Like it, it's Black Label. So it's like a little more gritty and gory, like not like, you know, dropping an F-bomb or anything like that. But I do like it's like I get kind of like the chills. You know, remember when they were in the house with the family and all of a sudden you see the body parts on the tree? It's freaking creepy. And to see all of this happen during a supposed happy time during the holidays, like I love how the fact that like the, every issue begins with uh, I think it's I think it's always the Joker. But like he's singing Christmas carols like yeah, it's just Christmas. like demented. Like it's so cool. That's totally a Tom King thing as well, also. So going back and forth in time. I mean, I I can guess that you've never read a story with Phantasm in it. No, negative. You know, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure you've never seen the the movie as well, the animated movie into the no. Phantasm. Oh, um, it's I I think it's a uh, Batman the animated series, but, no. but they made like in that universe, but they made it into a movie. So yeah, but I mean, it's cool. And then they go back and forth in time. You know, Dick Grayson's the is the commissioner of the of the GCPD. Their daughter is now like kind of Batman cat. It's like Batman, Batwoman, whatever you want to call her. And just the drawing, the drawing at the end when when like Joker had like the red in his eye, it looked freaky. It looked like a damn issue of Department of Truth. It was re- it was it was freaky. It was cool. That Texas blood was pretty good. Oh, yeah. How's that going? I mean, that's been that, like that's been like a quite the roller coaster for you. We're on 11. For some reason, I feel like it's going to be 12. It's kind of feeling like it's going to end. I haven't even looked it up to see. I mean, I'm enjoying this story pretty much. It's just like some uh, kind of like this Texas KKK stuff, worship stuff going on. Just oh, trying wow. to uh, this this issue that just happened pretty much. They're trying to like have their whole ritual with like a young African-American like teenage girl and it's just like it's pretty crazy and then the you know the cop that's like the the antagonist of the story pretty much you know finds her with this other guy and it's just it's pretty crazy i i'm i'm enjoying it it's kind of i'm i wouldn't mind if it got to the end in 12 but then again i wouldn't mind if it kept going but uh you know it's just one of those other it's kind of different dude 
it's it's a different story it's a little bit slow if you like that you know this it was a lot of just talking back and forth with these damn like kkk members in this one chris condon jacob phillips and that texas blood image comics um it's getting there i mean i'd obviously wait for uh paperback or the tp the trade paperback if you want to pick it up at this point but you know i've heard great reviews on this one from other people i follow on twitter uh comic uh comic podcasts of that but mm-hmm. you know i think that uh it's a great story it was on pause for a while i don't remember why or even know why but it's came in back it's came back stronger than before it had that hiatus so nice pretty good story man i enjoyed it probably nice. a little bit better than moon Knight. oh nice uh love and life lisa thank you so much for jumping in the chat uh she has a question what's your question love and life lisa we would love to answer it she's saying she has a question yeah answer your question and we'll be happy to answer it whether it's sports or whether it's comic books please ask it um mark moving on what do you think about the flash it was a weird story it was like oh man is this gonna be like a cheesy like oh this staff is you know it's like the the staff just making people all pissed off and stuff like really the staff is making people moody and making they want to fight you know wait which one uh the flash when that staff was there and that mr terrific then tried to kill flash i was like he's just turning people against it but then at the end of the story it's like oh shoot there's eclipso you know like yeah and then like sean and i discussed it they had the um and then dr fate comes in at the end and and then like the thing that got me was like the very last page next issue the craziest most meta and wild issue of the flash ever published so obviously it's probably not gonna happen but i mean what the hell maybe yeah uh dude i i actually loved i think i discussed it last week i loved terrific in that book michael what's michael holt right Mm -hmm. yeah mr terrific's a dope character yeah, he's he's pretty. You've seen cool. him a lot lately. The way that he turned, and then he had uh he had the flash pretty he pretty shook right with the he he's like oh trying to go back to work he's like but I ain't gotta be here that's what he said and now he turns on him but that's a pretty good that's a pretty good issue man we'll see going forward the flash is kind of getting winning me back again it was kind of losing me there for a little bit but mm-hmm. I'm kind of enjoying it a little bit more. Uh, nice. going forward so uh, looking forward to the next one will probably be next week you know how that goes yeah right so uh love and life lisa has a question it's totally unrelated to comic books and sports love and life lisa asked do bald guys actually get more ladies well lisa <laughs> you gotta ask that's your that's a question for you <laughs> <laughs> i know right so obviously mark's not bald um but n- n- i mean I'm married, so I'm not going to, you know, dig deep into my uh, past of, you know, but let me just say that the uh, that there's not a huge Rolodex. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to have the goatee, though, if you are if you're bald is the goatee, the goatee or the beard. Yeah, the beard. I think it, I think you'd look kind of weird if you were bald, like unless you're Lex <laughs> Luthor, you got to have some facial hair, you know, and even Lex Luthor in the current Supergirl series right now had some facial hair. So, um but no, I I like rather a, I, I would uh, claim myself to be more of like the, like the, like a nice guy than like a bald you know bald guy I don't know, but um I don't know actually it's it's weird too There's, it reminds me of a story that two of my uh, ex coworkers told me then and they're like, one of them was born in Mexico and one of them is just like from a, a Mexican family and they actually said that a lot of women in Mexico they're into bald guys because I guess culturally classically being bald means that you're like wealthy you're mature like you're you're like you're well in you know you're well off in life so 
I mean, if I was in Mexico, maybe I would get more ladies. But being here in America, um, I don't know, being short and bald, you know, I don't know. I didn't have the the greatest luck with the ladies. But, hey, maybe other guys, maybe other bald guys are, are, are more lucky than I am. So love and life, Lisa. Thank you so much for the question. Um, so did you read the James Bond? I mean, this is going back weeks bro jeez but, you're killing me bro you, i told you i have a memory he made us but no i know I, I mean so but but you know the gist he's trying yeah, to save he, this he's trying to get with this lady or like trying to save her and then she kind of fights with him at first because she's like who are you and she doesn't believe who she is and she's like no i'm trying to save you right and so it's it kind of boils down to that it was just more of an introductory um you know um issue there's four to five more. Usually the Bond ones are five or six issues, but I thought it was, I, you know, it was a good setup. Yeah. You know, of course, this is going to be the love interest. You know, James Bond is not bald, so he and he gets a lot of chicks. So what was it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that'll tell you something. <laughs> but what does he get though? Or what, what, what was the what was it again though? Why did he? What's his mission about again? Again, again. I'm I don't know why I threw it out there because I because I read it that long ago too. Um, shoot, like I'm flipping through it. There's ah, crap. There's a, yeah, it says, yeah. Arms dealer with his fingers in pots across the globe. Some with some with legitimate structures of government, others on the reverse side of that equation. Uh, he's being helped in Belmar. They ran a ship. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough. I mean, let's go ahead and, and dig into number two in issue two, cause that'll give us a better picture of the story. But, um, but yeah, so sorry for bringing that up. You know, I guess I shouldn't have since both of us read that like two and a half, three weeks ago. Um, but to, to round out the comic book side, uh, both Batman and both Detective were pretty good. Got to say it was awesome. Both Batmans are top five for me, like week in and week out. Detective being a little bit better, as you stated last week. And I think we're going to trust that for in that backstory in Detective, the backstory, the, the second story at the end of Detective Arkham Rising. Mm-hmm. Awesome story, man. I'm, what do you I, think about the first issue of Batgirls? That uh, was pretty cool. That was pretty cool yeah. too, with with Orphan and and yeah, I think that was pretty dope. That one was decent. I kind of like what they're doing DC actually with these backstories, right? Uh, yeah, because that's actually, what they said they were going to give us. You know, they're going to charge you an extra dollar, but you're also going to get a side story of about six pages every week. So it kind of makes it more worth it. And it's not just. I mean, the side stories kind of. I, you know, if you're, they actually tie in with the main story that's going on. That's what, you know, that's what I actually really do like about it because sometimes it's like you almost have to read that backstory to understand the whole, what's going on in the whole universe really with them right now. And Punchline. Yeah. Punchline's been that side story in Joker since the beginning. And and that, that one's pretty cool too, being mostly in the prison, but I think that's cool. But in Detective and Batman, they've been changing them up. Yeah, you're right. The Joker hasn't mm-hmm. really been getting changed up, but yeah, like Ghostmaker was in one of them, and yeah, yeah, you're right. And then who was that other one? The that one guy. I Man, I can't, I can't think about it right now. But I didn't really enjoy that story. I think he was uh, a gay dude as well. Do you remember was, which one? Well, Midnighter. That, that, was, Ghost, that Midnighter. was Ghostmaker, right? No, that was oh, Midnighter. 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 Yeah, you're right. That was a that was kind of weird. That story. That was, I didn't really enjoy that story. And, yeah, yeah, and the guy the was Moon, in his head. Yeah, the Bao Fam story's been okay. The Moon Knight mm-hmm. story's been good, but yeah, enjoy. I enjoy uh, thoroughly what DC has given us in the 
back of these books, you know? Yeah. Makes- Basically, what I got from Batman 115 was uh, Poison Ivy's about to loot her shit. So, tiny in to round out his story, he's going to have, like, a nice little battle royale, maybe with Batman and Poison Ivy, but she's going to stir up some stuff uh, in his last three issues because uh, issue 118, that's when Joshua Williamson takes over. And, of course, uh, Nakano is not in a good predicament. Nakano's not doing too good. No, he's not doing too good. It looks like he's going to get taken over by those little things uh, from bowls. Those little so. things. Little things. What it, so what did so what did, uh, what did Bruce do? He like shook him, huh? He like electrified him, and they all came out of him, and now they're yeah, like. Yeah, that was that, – that, I mean like – but he also – he was going back and forth. He's like, I can bring this whole thing down. Like there's been so many explosions down here in the tunnels that I don't know what's going to happen if I do this. But he's like, just please just trust me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to electrocute you. So please, you know, and then finally he's trying to, you know, trying to have him get up. So we don't know if Nakano's dead or alive. And yeah, we'll see. But the, yeah, but the, now they're but now they're going through the sewer, dude, onto the streets of Gotham, man. But you <laughs> figure that, that, that those ones are dead, right? Um, I don't know. That's how strong these damn vil, these uh, parasites are, bro. Oh, these parasites, these parasites are stronger than this damn Rona man out here, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so that's the comic book talk of this week. Um, before we move on, anything you're excited for for this week coming out? I guess I would probably be excited for Primordial. Gotta be. I'm definitely yeah, gotta excited. be Primordial. Um, because I'm only write... getting like, I'm only getting like five books this week. It's actually a, a, a light stack. Definitely. Oh, that, there you go. Human Target. I did not pick up Human Target, so please have a full review for us next week. But probably Primordial. I mean, of course, Batman, but that's like a given. Um, excited what knighted because I'm all in on this uh, resistance. Um, you know this whole. You are. You're all. all you're whole, all about whole, it, huh? I'm all about. Uh, yeah, I'm all about it. I, I've actually you're passed all in on the, last in three on the AWA four. resistance. All, but I've, I, but I've, I've passed on a lot so far. You know. On, have you? On AWA, I've passed on the last few. Uh, I feel like the last like three stories that I've gotten from AWA have been Resistance Uprising moths and now knighted which are all in the resistance universe you know what i'm saying like i've passed i passed on out i passed on the telepaths one and like another one or two i passed on the one you were you were uh reading the that one with the car looks like miami vice on oh, every yeah, yeah, front yeah, cover chariot. chariot yeah i passed on that one so um so we'll see um going into some of the news i don't know if you have any news please throw some out here just some of the headlines we can talk about it right now uh first order of business boondock saints 3 has been confirmed um thoroughly enjoy this movie i didn't watch it until later on in life about 10 years ago really good movie but the original director troy duffy and two actors norman reedus who currently plays daryl on the walking dead and sean patrick flannery are all back to give you some of that good gory irish boy killing so did you ever watch boondock saints i didn't it's a good movie it's like uh you know it's it, it reminds me of the hitman you know because he's always they're always going th- like through the church but they're just you know two irish guys who are you know out for blood out for vengeance and uh kicking ass taking names while they're doing it it's a good it's a good story i never watched the second one it's like a, I don't know if it's a spinoff, sequel, prequel. I don't know. Can't tell you. But uh, this one is with the all the original cast and then also the OG director. So that should be – I mean that should be good. OK, moving on. Nintendo. Nintendo's closing some more um, offices there, bud. 
so the whole everyone's moving to Texas and everything, but the extra actually closing uh, as far as I think sometime in 2022, Nintendo is closing two sales and marketing offices. One of them is right here in the Bay Area in Redwood City, and the other one is in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, it, I guess it says here in the article that it's coinciding with the departure of senior vice president of sales and marketing, Nick Chavez, who is taking a position at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hey, Colonel, we got to love that chicken. Hey, Colonel Sanders, and then there you go. You're closing down buildings. So uh, roughly 100 employees will be out of a job unless they can find them, you know, work elsewhere. That's all bad, man. You know it's bad when you're losing work to, you know, Colonel Sanders out there. But, man, Nintendo uh, probably gave him a good penny. Yum Brands, pretty big, you know, is huge in China. KFC's Mm -hmm. KFC in China, man. Go look at the numbers, man. They love that chicken out there. But yeah, yeah. here's another news for you, Mike. I know you're going to be very excited about this one, Mike. HBO Max's live action Green Lantern series may still be far away from its debut, but it's saying here that it's going to be a little darker, a little bit uh, deeper and darker than uh first expected man with here saying that it's gonna be more akin to the watchman event series in terms of tone something that may not only shift what fans expect from the series but how each of characters are portrayed that's according to the illuminati from uh (laughs) illuminati (laughs) illuminati that's the illuminati (laughs) um i never heard of them but this is via comicbook.com but yeah, according to the uh, Luminarity, it's going to be a little bit darker. The report doesn't have much details yet, but it's going to be, I think, a little bit more on the, you know, adult side for you, Mike. So I know you, we talked about it earlier. You're going to be excited about that one. So if, give us your take. If if DC is, you know, or at least things that came out on HBO, if they went to an all kind of like black label deal, I'd be thoroughly for it. You know, of course, do your Justice League, do your Flash, and all those movies, uh, Batgirl, and everything. If it's not, well, I think Batgirl's on HBO Max. Not sure. Either way, uh, the Batman. If those are going to be cinematic features, fine. Keep it PG-13. But anything on HBO Max, Titans rated R, Doom Patrol is rated R. Um, I'm sure uh, the GCPD, the one that's kind of coinciding with the Batman, it's on HBO, of course. Why put it on HBO if you can't make it like a black label type story? You know, keep Marvel, they're cinematic, they're Disney Plus, they're going to be PG, PG-13. That's fine. You know, let them do that. But you know what, DC? Cater it more towards the the, the adults. Because let's be honest, Alex said it two weeks ago or three weeks ago, best. Are comic books for kids? No, they're not. They're not for the kids. The t-shirts, the thermoses back in the day when we had the lunchboxes and thermoses and the toys and video Those games. Those are for the that's kids. That's for kids. The books are mainly for you know, your late teens to your in into your forties. He said, what, that, what's the average breeder is like in their forties. Isn't you know? that wild to you though, how these companies have been totally been able to spin off from something that right? is their bread and butter back in the day and which was comic books, but how they can still sell, you know, their product to be able to market and sell their product to, all different people of ages of, you know, likes, you know, it's just crazy to me because how could you be selling like Spider-Man, like lunch boxes and stuff to kids. But then like what I encountered when I was at, you know, 
Treasure Island comics a couple weeks ago, the kid comes in with the mom and Alex is like, uh, I can't sell you that. You know, it's just it's like rated teen and the kid's like 11 or 12 or something oh, like dang. a little bit younger. And it's just like it's crazy that a kid can't just go to the store and pick up the bat or sorry, like the Spider-Man comic unless he's like a real teenager. Right. It's just kind of like they have the little section where it's like a little bit softer. But <laughs> I mean, in a way, they market it to every individual and they find a good way of writing the kitty books, the adult books, the even darker books when it comes to, you know, they cater to all ages. They cater to to everybody. But, you know, when you go to this comic book shop and you're like, let me get Spider-Man. It's like, you're looking for that specific series, you know, the, you know, the main amazing Spider-Man, right. The, Mm -hmm. the, the ongoing from forever, you know? So, but I don't know. Uh, they make their money either way, but I just wish that um, I wish that there was more readers, if you will, that read the books, because yeah. like I mentioned earlier, Marvel doesn't even really want to make comic books. And it kind of I mean, it kind of goes to show. Right. I get Batman and then I get like Miles Morales or I get a couple other, you know, Marvel stories. I can read through a Marvel story in like 10 minutes, seven, eight, 10 minutes. When it comes to like these Batman stories, I mean, it takes me a little bit longer. There's a little bit more writing, a little bit more stuff going on. It's, mm-hmm. I just feel a lot like sometimes Marvel's, you know, it's a little bit more elementary for me. It's just, uh, yeah. Like when I say he's like, oh, I can't sell Miles Morales to a kid that age, and I was, he's like, it's rated teen. I'm like, I get it. And it's like, yeah, I guess what he like kisses a girl, or whatever. There's a little bit of violence, but, um. I don't know. It's almost like I can. I don't know. I, I guess I come from a different era, dude. Like I, mean, I would, you're, I, I would also, have read Miles Morales when I was twelve. You know, back. You know, yeah. when I was younger. But it is. Yeah, what Alex, it is. You know, but then Alex is just doing his job too. Yeah. You'd hate to to catch any flack for selling a kid that's 10, 11, 12, uh, a teen, and then they come back in and they try to sue your ass because you know yeah. everyone's suing everyone nowadays. Everyone's complaining about everyone, you know, everything, trying to cancel everyone. So he's playing yeah. by the rules. He can never cancel. say that. Hey, I didn't please say that. He can never say that. Please don't cancel the tre- uh, Treasure Island comics, guys. Please. <laughs> no, no, please, God, no. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can see it in the writing. That's why I dropped Thor. I want to be able to like these Marvel comics, but most of them are just trash, dude. They're, I'm sorry, they're. They're short. They're not well thought of. I, I I don't see any. I don't see the quality in them. It looks sounds like they're not even trying. They're trying to exactly. market. They're trying to make these movies and these TV shows a lot more than they're trying to make the books. And DC is more on the you know. I, I don't know. I, I think they're trying to do it full circle. They're not as ex- successful in the movies as Marvel is, but they're better. But there there are better books. There are. Probably, I would say probably better TV shows. I mean, Marvel did take a step up with all these Lokis and the WandaVision and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. They definitely took a step up. But I'd, still well, take, I'd say I mean, DC I'd still is... Take, I'd still take Doom Patrol. I'd still take a couple of these CW shows, like very, very good, a peak, Flash, Arrow, better. better. DC is getting better with their movies. They're working on it too, so... Yeah. I mean, I mean I, the Flash is going to be good. It's a Flashpoint movie. The Batman's going to be okay. I think it's going to be good. Colin Farrell looks like a hell of a penguin. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, uh, so we'll see. Uh, a couple more n- news, uh, just real quick. Uh, new five issue Iron Fist series is coming out in 2022. That reminds me, Marvel did it right with their TV shows on Netflix. I love Jessica Jones, 
Luke Cage, Daredevil, The Defenders. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm watching them in order, so I never got to watch The Punisher, but I heard that's the best out of all of those ones. So they, they did it right with the TV shows on Netflix. So why can't they do more with their movies? Um, but no, new five issue Iron Fist series out in 2022 by Alyssa Wong and up and coming artist Michael YG. And it's not Danny Rand this time. From the cover that I see on the article, um, this is what the article is saying. It's not what I'm saying. So I'm not saying this, but from the article, it's saying that he looks more of an Asian descent. So it's, I mean, like, duh, it's a kung fu. It's more of like a, you know, martial arts thing. What better way, more inclusion than to have an actual Asian American doing that? So stay tuned for that one in 2022, folks. Um, Sony, Sony, who gives you your PlayStations. Sony has sold 13.4 million play- PS5s to date. They give you 20- Peter Parker also. Yeah, right. But they gave you Miles Morales. They knew he would he'd be huge in a different in a different community in a different marketplace. And look at him arguably one of the best spider-man movies in my opinion of all time love little miles morales i love that movie into the spider-verse love it um but yeah so 13.4 million ps5s to date that is one million more than in quarter uh, in quarter two so in july to september than in quarter one and is only second uh is only second to quarter um three of last year so sony I mean, I, I know they want to sell more, but doing so so far so good for those video games. And uh, that's it for me for the news. I want to talk about one more thing, but did you have any more news or anything other topics you want to talk about before we close out? Yeah, I got a couple. And you know what? I found such a good news article. I'm going to get to that in a little bit, uh, but I want to tell about I want to actually touch on something here, guys. It's not that serious. Um uh, you know, whatever your views are, you know, we're all in the comic community. We all love reading this stuff. We all appreciate everybody uh, from all walks of life, ethnicity, uh, backgrounds, you know, and who puts their time and effort into making these events, making these books, you know, making these movies and everything that, you know, saturates the comic book industry and the world around it because man it, it is pretty big you know we do talk about sometimes how i just mentioned earlier that we wish there were more readers because they say there's not many comic book readers and they fizzle out i feel like we could be getting some back you know obviously the industry is really you know prominent with the movies and you know i think the comic cons actually help add to that individual you know you know aspect a lot because even people that might not even read or be so much into the movies as well they might even just go to a con just because it's something to do in their city you might have some you know hipsters that live downtown or whatnot and there's going to be a comic con like 10 blocks five blocks away from their spot and it's something to do that week so they go they enjoy it they see how there's cosplay then they're like oh i can have cost i can have halloween more than once a year okay so maybe they get into it that way you know but nonetheless dude let's get back to this new story it's not that serious guys but supposedly mike uh lapd los angeles police department had to have patrol on some of the homes of several artists and production workers tmz is reporting here from dc staffers requesting that the officers patrol several homes of artists and production workers because of, you know, threats and, you know, other accusations that were posed upon some of these uh, artists 
and creators of the son of Kyle, which is the son of Clark Kent, John. Uh, that's a 17 year old that basically is uh, came out as bi, which a lot of people have still mistaken for it being Clark, the real Superman. But it's probably not some guys of the people who are probably some of the people who are giving threats. That's probably they, some they, of these they, people they that still are think who are, it's Clark Kent, dumbasses. So it's not Clark Kent. It's his son. He came out as bi. And obviously now there's obviously they say that nothing has happened yet. But just to be on the safe side, you know, it's uh, it's kind of crazy that you would actually I, I mean, I mean, who are it's Tom Taylor, right? I think Tom Taylor is writing yeah. the son of mm-hmm. Cal. Yeah. Over the years, quoting Tom Taylor, he says over the years in the industry. In this industry, it probably wouldn't surprise you to hear I've had queer characters and storylines rejected. I felt like I was getting I was letting down people I loved every time this happened. Tom Taylor told IGN uh, last month. But, yeah, just uh, it's happening here, but it doesn't have to get to that point, guys. Just, uh, you know, why give death threats for people that just deliver these stories? You know, it's just it it's is fake. what it is. Let them write what they want to write. If it's a freak world, it's a free country. If uh, I mean, I don't know about worlds sometimes. Jesus, the stuff I see out there. But it is a free country as of now in America. So if you don't want to read it, man, you don't have to read that shit. Just uh, what the <laughs> just unsubscribe. Yeah, Don't put it on the pool. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But it's not Superman. They didn't make you know. They didn't make Clark go by. It's his son. Just relax a little bit. Get off of it. You know, Los Angeles Police Department has so much other stuff they have to deal with on the daily and on the weekly so let them chill the last thing they need to do is you know be patrolling dc uh, artists and production workers you know down in los angeles and ventura and whatever damn county they're in but yeah that's uh, pretty crazy man stupid it's not even a it's not even a a real person it's a it's a book like what's wrong with the with uh, writing a book like a superman Clark Kent and, or the whole that whole metropolis in the Kent farm universe really made that much of an impact on your life that you're now going to go like give death threats or at least violence threats to these people who are making the story like 1937 it, dude some people like, how does it want, affect some people how does don't it affect your life how does it affect your pocketbook how does it affect your well-being does it affect your wife or your husband does it affect your kids does it affect your every like really it's not that big of a deal move on and but worry then about it something. affects the community because now there's not patrol officers patrolling what they should be doing exactly you know is taking down the... and, and, and they just paid for it yeah they paid for a now less safe la ventura county because now they're patrolling they're sitting and sticking out these people's houses because they're gonna put molotov cocktails up their ass like what <laughs> this is just stupid Jesus. yeah just stupid like let someone write a book it's a book, and if you don't uh, if you don't agree with 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 whatever someone's writing, whether they change a race of a character or the gender of a character, like you, can you imagine the uproar it's going to happen when someone like you know goes trans or whatever, or when they even make a brand new trans character, dude, people are gonna be up in arms. These assholes, like, dude, just don't read the book. Go read your Batman. Go read the Spider Man. Go read whatever book that doesn't you know that you know it per, per, you know pertains to you. It's something that you don't like. Just like a podcast, just like a, a radio station, just like a TV show. If you don't like what's going on, you don't have to follow it. Like, like but food. so many people have taken their time out of their day to like let it affect them mentally when it has nothing to do with their lives. Is the sky even books. blue tonight today, Mike? 
was the sky right? blue. Thank you, Matt DiBenedetto. Like, <laughs> dude, it's it's not a bit. It's like chills. Take a step back. Take a shot. Like, puff some of that. Like, t- take a hit of your pen. Like, chill, bro. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Son of Kalel number five comes out. It's you know what? They should buy it because it's going to be a a freaking you know one yeah. of those hot books. Like on that website. It's gonna be a hot book to buy because it's Jonathan Clark uh, coming out as bi and having a relationship with uh, with 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 another male character, and it's gonna be a hot book to get all the variant covers of it and everything. You know what? Those people are gonna regret it. Like, oh shoot, maybe I should have got that one because now it's like thousand dollars in a couple it, years. Yeah. Like, stupid. when it comes to money, they're not worried. When it comes to money, everybody turns a blind eye, right? So yeah. But speaking of that damn website that you were just talking about, I wish I how did I have not known about this website? But this is actually a good one to know, comic bookie fans. Jot this one down. And this actually might be, you know, this could actually be something that we um, bring. We have a segment. We have a segment segment on it. We should we can have a segment on it every week, right? Coverprice.com. It's uh, books that are rising in value every week. And this week, man, so pretty much. They uh, have a they what comic they what coverprice.com does is they take analytics to identify from sales and analytics to identify and compile the most robust market price guides, highlighting the top trending comics each week. No opinions, just data. Each week they present a newly updated list of the top 10 comics. These trends are due to rumors, fan favorite covers, story-driven content, and content-related news. So, this is uh, pretty cool, man. I mean, in my if, opinion, if you if know, that it doesn't. If that doesn't like spell out what the comic bookies is all about, I don't know what is. Exactly. Colliding the worlds of sports, gambling, and comics. Like, come on, like, I mean, like we already your, give your out. future betting on these books. We already exactly. We already give out our. Um, our picks, we give out, you know, futures on baseball, NBA, and, you know, what all our sports that we talk about. This is pretty much we wanted to base this comic book and sports podcast around and a little bit of, like, gambling, which is actually, you know, Vegas is still churning a profit last time I heard, right? And these states are yes. still uh, – these states are, you know, more and more states every month or and every year just, uh, you know, you know, letting – sports gambling and whatnot uh be legal in their state but i i think it's pretty cool what we hit on this podcast and now yeah. this you know i think and this can, can be a, yeah this this should be a segment i i don't think it can you know it should and just uh yeah. this week i mean we, let's hit it number 10 and i like how they give you uh dude it's like trl like sitting at the top spot for a third week in a row is this book <laughs> we can be our own carson dailies so yeah, exactly. And then right here, it's a uh, Incredible Hulk 4.49, dude. Right here, it's it had a high sale price. It's coming in at number ten, but it had a high sale price of 3.35. A GGC 9.8 are selling for almost six for pretty much 650 dollars, while raw copies at fair market value 177. Mike, nice. and up, coming in at number nine is Nova number one, a Marvel. Dude, so right here you're getting oh, a yeah, high yeah. sale of 102, uh, CGC 9.6 at for uh 13. Wait, no, oh 102 dollars for a CGC 9.6, 13 for a raw copy, Mike. That's Nova just, number. 
so just give us the top three, and then we're gonna actually we'll, we'll go through it next week. Just give the top three this week. Top three, top three. Okay, okay. You know the top three, man. So coming in at number three, Black Widow. Well, number four, House of Slaughter, number one, actually. But coming in at number three, Black Widow, number 12. The Black Widow, the first appearance, helped this issue hit a fair market value of twenty forty nine a copy. So $20 if you got Black Widow 12, not bad. X-Men 95, that's coming in at number two. First appearance of X-Men 95 had a high sale of $30 for a raw copy, and it's trending at fair market value at $24. Number one, House of Slaughter, Mike. This one is the continuation, right, of Something is Killing the Children, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is your boy, Tinyan, our boy. We love him. So uh, it helped collectors, online sales, hit a sale high High sale of $69 and a raw copy is currently going from far, far, fair, fair market value of $35 right now, guys. So these are books that if you uh, get number ones and you get not, you know, actually first printings and whatnot, because like we mentioned last week, a lot of these publishers are like not even printing second printings anymore. So you got to make sure you get on the pool. You got to make sure you let Treasure Island Comics know that you need it. And uh, get these books, man. These ones, uh, you can actually turn a little profit here. There's a market for everything. And there's a market in comic books and there's a market in sports. And we're here, the Comic Bookies podcast weekly to talk about and deliver those markets to you, the fans. So thank you, man. That sounds good, too, because we're going to be out without NASCAR soon. We're going to be without baseball. We're only going to have football, basketball and hockey. So we can squeeze in that segment for sure, along with everyone's favorite. It's been a while, but, you know, today in comic bookie history, that's got to be coming back for the fall and wintertime as well. Um, But to close my thoughts out. I've been catching up. She's watched more episodes without me, like while I'm at work, because she's the one who wants to catch up on it. But man, if you ever have a chance, if you have never watched it, man, The Sopranos is just the best. It, you know, it, it aged well like a fine fucking wine. You know what I'm saying? And I just love watching it with my wife. We, I think we just finished season three, so we're basically almost halfway done with the series. Um, just but after watching many saints of Newark, she really liked the the movie. So she wanted to catch up on the show. So we've been doing that the last couple of weeks, kind of just lounging up on the couch after the kids go to bed and having a grand old, having a glass of red wine, just feeling like a real Italian. Cause her, cause her family's from Sicily. So she's, you know, she definitely gets into it. You know, the whole Italian thing, even though she has, you know, obviously well, we don't know, but no ties, to the mafia, no <laughs> ties, to any kind of New Jersey or New York organized crime, but it's a damn good show. If you've never seen it, Obviously, I don't think I have to tell anyone to go out and see if you haven't, but that's all for me, bud. Yeah. What year did what, what, when did it first air at the Sopranos? Like 98, 99, like late Is 90s. Is it that old? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was yeah. going to say like 04, 05. Jeez. That's, that's probably like when it ended because it was um, – uh seasons one two three four five and then six a and six b i don't know why they just you know i don't know why they just didn't do seven seasons but uh the sopranos was 99 to 2007 how many how many episodes a season 13 like an fx series Mm. not bad yeah well it it won't take you too long she started this like three weeks ago and she's already it was hbo right it was hbo yeah sunday night hbo show yep and that's the what i told the story about a couple weeks ago i i binge watched that series old school doing the whole blockbuster online getting the first two discs of season one watching it wrapping them up 
taking it to Blockbuster and then trading those in for discs three and four and then getting five and six mailed to me. You know, like I did that whole thing like for Jeez. for two months. For, yep. That's how I binge watched Sopranos. Not, you said so. 97 to 07? 99 to 07. 99 to 07. Wow. Nice. Yeah, like when they, it, it's funny, too, that watching it now, it's like they rip off these trucks that are like, look, look at this. HDTV, it's got, you know, blah, 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 this. I'm like, oh, like HDTVs were like the thing, you know what I'm saying? And so now it's like <laughs> what we have, like compared, you know, 22, 23 years later now, it's pretty crazy 4K. to think like what it was back then. Like every episode they're dropping calls because their cell service sucks. You know, they're like got the little, you know, only Tony's got the flip phone. Everyone else has the Nokia, you know, it's like, it's so funny. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I highly recommend it. So that's all for me, Mark. If that's all for you, that's it for episode 131. Uh, an amazing episode as usual. Love getting together with my guys. Sorry that Sean's not here. Hopefully he'll be back. Of course, as everyone knows, if they're fans of the show, Sean's about to have a little baby boy uh, in the beginning of December. Or if his wife and the baby decide to come earlier, then uh, he'll probably miss a few weeks, you know, uh, which rightfully so he should. But uh, but he hopefully will be back next week. But that's it for 131. Bro, take us away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. As we always tell you, share these episodes with people that you know. Share it with like-minded individuals who share the same ambitions as we do. That you know, There's three different aspects of this show. Whether you're into comics, you can listen. Whether you're into entertainment, you can listen. Whether you're into uh, breaking news, you can listen. Sports, you can listen. Gambling, you can listen. Man, there's any reason for you guys to listen and your loved ones to also listen to this podcast but as always follow us at the comic bookies on all social media and, and comic the comic bookies at gmail.com we appreciate if you guys drop the line you know anybody that wants to give us some picks try to fade us go against us you know i think i'm the only one right now currently over 500 but these guys are trying they're uh they're right there but it's been a hard season a difficult one at that just like Aaron Rodgers, boom, all of a sudden he's not playing. So if you took him earlier, you're screwed now. But thank you, guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, shout out Atlanta Braves. You guys are victorious for the World Series. And uh, college football rankings are out like we talked about. Uh, NASCAR is getting down to the gritty, the last race of the season, until we see the new next-gen car next year. So it's fun times now. As we said, Thanksgiving's approaching. So what thanks can you guys give, like I said, to share this podcast? But we love you guys. And uh, always drop us a line and take us away also, Mike. So thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Treasure Island Comics is the sponsor. We are on all social media, uh, whether it's a, a good place to you know be at or not, you know, negative or positive. Uh, we are at the Comic Bookies on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us thecomicbookies at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the uh, Twitch and YouTube pages. We've taken a couple weeks off from the videos, but we will soon be airing those pretty soon. Uh, I want to ever since I've been taking down this data and actually making a list. I think it's been about six to eight months but welcome another african country to the comic bookies podcast passport to algeria our 37th different country including the united states since i've been taking this data so i mean that's pretty amazing we are worldwide uh please share with your friends and family from not just the united states but other countries mark and sean get on portugal we need to get that country on the comic bookie uh, passport algeria is right there too 
I know, right? Just south of it. So, uh, yes, yeah, there's plenty of stuff to watch, plenty of sports and TV shows, comic books to read. So uh, everyone just have yourselves a uh, a wonderful first uh, weekend of November. The holiday season is upon us. Just, you know, man, just be good to each other. Who gives a shit if there's a, a you know, Superman's son's bisexual? It doesn't affect your pocketbook. It doesn't affect your wife, your husband, your kids, your house, anything, your job. If it doesn't affect you, just sit back, relax, be happy, man. And so for Sean and for Mark, this is Mike. This has been the Comic Bookies Podcast, a wonderful episode 131. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy freaking each other. Peace the hell out. See you all next week. Peace and always enjoy each other and always always remember to really enjoy each other because like that 23 year old girl that got her life taken because of Henry Rugg's stupid mistake, it's stuff can happen in the blink of an eye and we're here to enjoy these great times, but we're also here to be safe, be smart and the holidays are coming up. Don't drive drunk, don't drive stupid, don't do anything dumb and just be safe out there. We love you comic bookies, let's go. Thank you.